Find it. Push it. Pull it. Bop, Bop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carl. Uh, I'm an alcoholic in my sobriety, uh, as, as well as other things. My sobriety is August 22nd, 2014. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is Sober Pod. Sober Pod is a podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not professionals and do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation. Hello, party do I sound? People. Does my voice sound different? Yes, it does. Is it a sexy sound? It, it is. It's got that <laughs> that sexy COVID rasp. <laughs> you guys, after three years, I I caught the Rona, or the, my husband calls it the vids. The vids, the vids. You caught. I the got vids. the covids. Got the, we, we call it the Rona. Um. So, do you know how you got it? I have no idea, honestly. Uh. Like, I the only thing I can think of is I waited till the last minute to go Christmas shopping, and I I swear that is the only place I could have picked it Just up. Out in the. In yeah, because like yeah. there's like one other person at my work who who got it, but we were not like around each other. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. I really. So, so but because you're young and healthy and all the other yeah. good things. And vaccinated. You're, yeah. Okay. So you're so you're you are like riding this one out with uh, no no problems. No probs. Just no this issues. sexy voice. Just. <laughs> just my just my vids just my vids yo my vids um, voice well uh, so you're feeling okay you, you can you carry on can I, you i can carry on for you carl oh anything for you carl awesome <laughs> hey, you know i would I, I just take the time you know this is new year's eve basically what time is it like three o'clock um uh in 2020 wait 2022 Two. <laughs> thank god i fucking two years went by uh, um, and I, you know, I just, it's so neat that like, did we covered the whole year, right? Like mm-hmm. pretty much. And so, um, so what did you, what do you, just as a look back, like, what do you think looking back at this year, just f- from us, you know what I was really thinking? I was thinking how strange it is that like, that you, I was thinking from your perspective, like your husband, he must like go, okay. He's like, he, if he really takes a step back, he, he must go, my wife, my, 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 my young wife, once a week, talks to this fifty-year-old man <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. It just must be really just as a basic. It seems kind of strange, does it not? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he, he gets it. Like, you know, he he knows you, even though he yeah. doesn't know you. And, yeah, I get. It. Yeah, and he's good. He's like, all right, you're gonna record. I'm like, yeah, like I have for the past. Here I don't are. know how long. <laughs> Almost, I, I don't, for, for you, I think it's like four, three, four years or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, three years. We started when you were right before COVID, I think. Mm. Right? And then, yeah. and then, um, yeah, it was a little different. So that okay. would have been, yeah, a while ago. Yeah, so um, so before 2020. So um, I just think that it's really neat that, you know, that we do this, that we're like, 
uh, that we've actually never even physically met either. That's the other thing, which is so mm-hmm. strange uh, yet again, <laughs> like more strangeness to it all. And I guess, you know, coming from my generation, it's it's more strange than your generation, right? Because in my generation, that like you, like if you didn't know somebody, you didn't I mean physically know somebody, you didn't know them. Right. Yeah. But in this case, it's like, you know, we can get on every week and we talk and da da da. And that's really what about going through this living sober was, you know, for us, I think it's just like, you know, we get these presented with these things. We get to learn more about each other. And then in the same time, everybody got to learn more about us in that same respect, which I thought was great because you we you didn't do the, the 12 steps with us, me, Ellen and Steve. Right. In 2019. Mm-hmm. So and so people listening like, you know, that was part of it. It's like, they don't know that story for you. Right. Yeah. So this, I think helped, helped do that as well. So it helped, help people to see who you are, uh, and to relate more. So, um, so I just think it's awesome. I'd like to thank you for doing the whole year and sticking it out and just being, you know, there. How's that? You too, Carl. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being living sober. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, talking about living sober. That's what we're doing. Um, we, if you guys don't know, uh, you can guys go, go all the way back to March of 2022. And there's an episode, a new beginnings. Um, and that's where we started reading uh, or reading, listening to the readings of living sober. And we would listen to a paragraph or chapter and then we would respond to it. So that's what we're doing. So right now, this is it. We're not going to do any more. We're not going to do the the 12 steps that's in the book. And we're not going to do the appendix of reading whatever, you know, a report from group physicians <laughs> uh, and a letter to medical professionals and the pamphlets. We're just not going to do those things. Is that fair? I mean, fair. there's really not much more to do. So this is really the end of living sober. So congratulations if you made it this far. Like kudos to you. It's actually just a really short book, but for us we dragged it out about 30 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been helpful though. It's been like, oh great, we don't have to like think of a topic this week. Mm-hmm. We can just go mm-hmm. on to the next one. And after this, we do have to announce our next topic and we like talk about our plans for uh, the 2023 school year. <laughs> 2023 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. school year. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Funny. Oh, you graduates. Anyway, uh, so what are we gonna do? We're gonna uh, we're gonna play the um, we're gonna play the audio, and then what else are we gonna do? And then we're gonna not talk about sharing the screen, <laughs> and <laughs> and then you're gonna say let the healing begin, and then okay. I'm gonna say yes, I'm ready. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, thirty-one from well, chapter thirty-one, finding your own way from living sober. And Chelsea, I only have one question. Yes, Carl. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right, let the healing begin. Here we go. 31. Finding Your Own Way We hope this booklet has made it eminently clear that we don't consider drinking a frivolous subject. Alcoholism deserves and gets dead serious attention from us. We do not find jokes told at the expense of sick problem drinkers funny, except those we tell on ourselves, 
from our vantage point of sobriety. We aren't amused when someone teasingly threatens to get drunk. That's like teasing about Russian roulette. In spite of our serious attitude toward alcoholism, you will find we can usually talk with humor and detachment about our past and our recovery. This is a healthy approach, we think. Certainly, it does not weaken our resolve to get and stay well. Most of us have seen death close up. We have known the kind of suffering that wrenches the bones. But we also have known the sort of hope that makes the heart sing. And we hope this booklet has conveyed to you more encouragement than pain. If you are a problem drinker, you already know enough about pain and loneliness. We'd like you to find some of the peace and joy we have found in meeting the reality of life's ups and downs with a clear head and a steady heart. No doubt, we have made just a bare beginning in the business of living sober. Time and again, we learn additional ideas that can help. As you stay sober, you are sure to think of new ideas not recorded here. We hope so. We also hope that when you do come up with fresh ideas on this subject, you will pass them on. Please do share. You'll recall that the act of sharing can itself be helpful to you. The more experience we can all pool, the more problem drinkers can be helped. Some of us go back to drinking a time or so before we get a real foothold on sobriety. If that happens to you, don't despair. Many of us have done this and have finally come through to successful sobriety. Try to remember that alcoholism is an extremely serious human condition and that relapses are as possible in this ailment as in others. Recovery can still follow. Even after setbacks, if you continue to want to get well and remain willing to try new approaches, our experience convinces us that you have embarked with hundreds of thousands of companions on the path of a happy, healthy destiny. We hope we see you among us in person. But whatever track you travel, along with us or on your own, you go with our strongest good wishes. Well, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it, it's, I think it's, as as they say, it's apropos. Apropos? Apropos. Is that like a French thing I should know? Uh, um, it yeah, probably. It just means it's. I think <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's very fitting. Is really okay. what it is. Um. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> apropos. <laughs> apropos. So. Uh. Um. You know the one thing though that did kind of hit me, as it, as it was coming up, which was the uh, like the second to the last paragraph. It's very short, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of us will go back to drinking a time or so before we get a real foothold on sobriety. Um, if that happens to you, don't despair. Many of us have done this uh, and have finally come through to successful sobriety. So, you know, I could say like. Um, you know, I love it when people talk about um, this time in sobriety or this time around. You know, those yeah. types of things. Um, uh, you know, I do the same thing. I totally do the same thing. Uh, and and I just, sometimes I think it's kind of silly that we talk about this time around. Like, you know, there there just is one time, 
right? Like there is like just, it's like we just keep, it's really, we just keep trying. Like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There is no like separate moment. There is no like, you know, it's all one big time, you know, it's like our lives. And mm-hmm. I just I always sit there and think to myself, like every time, I, even when I say it, oh, yo, this time, I've heard myself say it a thousand times, um, you know, that, oh, you know, this time around, you know, I, you know, I got serious or this time around, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it just seems so weird. Like, you know, and like, I like to think that like this time, like, you know, oh, I've got my shit together, right. And that I won't end up doing what I did all the other times, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I guess that's the thing is it's really about the big time. It's uh, so it just seems so weird to me. It's like, we talk about, um, you know, going back to drinking really. And that's really what it all it is. It's not this time, whatever. It's literally choosing to go back to drinking or, or, uh, you know, giving in. And going back to drinking or I don't know what, you know, so it just matters. It's like, I guess the thing here is this is like, you know, if you've relapsed, um, if you are um, you know, thinking about relapsing, it's like, just remember, like, I guess, you know, what it used to be like, you know, um, first of all, and that, you know, that you can come back and that coming back sooner than later is probably the best, you know, course of action. I wish I would have come back sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, um, and not stayed out as long as I did or try all the things, um, that, that I did try to, you know, drink successfully. <laughs> so. Well, and I, so I think what you said though is, um, yes, it's like a continuum, but also I think it's so powerful for other people to hear that, yes, I relapsed and yes, I'm sober today because that gives people hope that, you know, whether it's their first relapse or it's their fifth or 10th, like that at some point they can get it. Mm-hmm. I think that's really an important message. And, um, maybe that's just, it seems silly, but I think like if I were in that situation and I was feeling so ashamed and so pitiful, and then I heard someone say this time, then I wouldn't feel so lonely and I would be able to go to that person and ask them for some tips or, Mm -hmm. you know, just talk it out. So I think that's really important. One thing I wanted to ask you though is, you know, it said, I don't remember how it was phrased, but you know, um, essentially along the lines of feeling despair, like, you know, having to start again, did you feel I know that towards the end you were definitely in a bad state, but mm-hmm. when you first started drinking again, was there any point where you felt, you know, like you wish you hadn't? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, uh, not funny at all. Actually, it's very serious that, uh, when I first started drinking, uh, you know, initially, I mean, give it maybe about a month. It felt it was good. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was going out partying. I, you know, I actually started to get laid, you know, by <laughs> by other drunkards, you know. So, um, but there was a uh, there was a time. That's when I when I was like, "Ooh, I'm spending too much money in the bars" because I would just head straight to the bars, and mm-hmm. then uh, and I was like, "Well, you know, I need to pre-drink before pre-drink. I go to the bars, right?" And then so I was like, and that when I st- when I literally started to bring it home and make that a thing is when I said to myself, like, like 
this is what you're doing, Carl. Like, this is like, look at you, right? And I said to myself, I know I said to myself, you should not be doing this, right? This is yeah. not, this is like, don't, don't let this get away from you is what I would continually think. And, and I knew that it was. And then there was like a point like where there was like four or five months down the road where I'm like, I know that I am like, you know, fucked here. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it just, you just, you end up in such a give up. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you just give in. You get, it's, it's, and, and again, it's, it's everything that they talk about, like the restless, irritable, discontent, the hopeless, the, you know, the defeating and cunning and baffling and all this other stuff. And, um, and I, I, I resigned myself. Right. But at the same rate, yeah, it's like living in denial. That's all that it is. Just mm-hmm. living in denial. Like the, I never really, I thought I could live like that for the rest of my life. I really did. I thought, okay, Just I can do this. Yeah, a certain yeah. level. Yep, and and you can't. <laughs> uh, hi, I just wanted to say you can't because <laughs> it fucking News sucks. Newsflash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really, it really does suck. So, and that's that's what pushes you to the edge. It's like uh, if it's not a circumstance, which for me, I don't think it was. It wasn't DUI. It wasn't my wife leaving me. It wasn't an injury. It wasn't an illness. Um, you know, it wasn't all these things. It, it, I, what I got, I got the, uh, sick and tired of being sick and tired mm-hmm. thing. And that's really what it came down to. And, but it was a long time of that 15 years. You know, I just, I just can't imagine just doing what I did for 15 years. And it just seems so ridiculous. And I was, I mean, I'm completely distorted and crazy and misaligned and maladjusted. So <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it makes but, sense. But I'm really trying to overcome that shit because of that, what happened during that 15 years. Like the, the brain gets a little, you know, gets a little funky. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how good you are. What about you? Do you, did you ever, um, do you ever, uh, you didn't really relapse. You kind of like went. I had not, a gap in time, but it wasn't like I was like recovery and then relapse. It was more like I stopped drinking for a while because I had to, uh, you know, family shit. And, um, and then once I got to college, I was like, Hey, I can drink again, you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't anything like I had gone to treatment or I, or I was actively thinking I had a problem prior to that. So it was more so just like, right. It's life, life interrupted it. Yeah. 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 It's like socially acceptable now for me to drink when I want to. Um, but I will say like, God, when I first like picked up drinking again, I want to say I kind of had a similar feeling to that. Like, um, I would go to work and I would come home and drink. And I noticed that being a pattern and I was like, Oh, you you really should like rein it in. Like, this it's an isn't inner good. voice, though, right? It's like yes. you, don't, you never, oh, say, it never say it out loud. Out mm-hmm. loud, never makes it out into the consciousness of anybody else. It, mm-hmm. It's just that little thought in your head that goes like ping, like oh, you know, yeah. this could be bad, right? Well, because I went from like relatively healthy, like in shape, like, um, and then you know I had some trauma occur. And, um, I started just this routine where I would, um, go to work, come home, 
maybe take a nap because I'm exhausted because I'm staying up all night drinking. And then I would drink and then I'd fall asleep, go to work. Same thing over and over and over. And it didn't help that I was surrounding myself with people who also drank like that. But, um, you know, that made it more, to me, it felt more acceptable because other people were doing it like that Mm -hmm. and completely normal. Like, um, but I, I saw in myself, there was a change, you know, my body was changing. My mental health was changing, like, and not for the better, (laughs) like not at all. Um, it was, it was not great. And then there were times when I'd go to work and I'm like, shit, I hope no one smells alcohol in my breath because I was up drinking till God knows how late. And then I had work at like 6am. So I was, I was just hoping that no one (laughs) recognized that, especially when I was working at a rehab, because I, that was the last (laughs) thing I could do is like show up and they're like, let's give you the breathalyzer. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." here's a demonstration, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Here's how you'd use it. Blow, blow, blow. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this one must be broken. <laughs> I just like, think that that would be great. That would be a fucking hilarious moment. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, working in a treatment center and then um, and doing, I just don't know how I could even fucking do. Like, I don't even know how you got to fucking walk through the doors. Like I just, I would be like, fuck it, I'm going home. <laughs> like I just, for real. <laughs> for real. Uh, I just would be insane. <laughs> so, um, so, I guess, you know, we made it through the book, which is like, you know, really what they're telling ourselves. Oh, they even talked about like this, you know, making jokes about um, uh, other people's like expenses and we don't tease about, you know, like threatening to get drunk. I've had a few people do that. Do you, have you ever had people do that? No. What do you mean threatening? Well, like I've had people, um, I've even had sponsees like call me up and, uh, and be like, oh, you know, how you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, how you doing? Like, oh, not good. I drank, you know, and I was just like, oh, you know, and it, it is like, uh, like you feel terrible for that person. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they, ah, just kidding. You know, that kind of shit. It's like an April fool's. Yeah. And I'm just, cause we're all just sick people. I know. Right. I fucking hate that shit. I don't like it. That's kind of attention seeking. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I just don't fuck around with that that those kinds of jokes it's just not and that that they even that they try to address it a little bit which is nice you know you know we aren't mm-hmm. amused when someone teasingly threatens to get drunk that's like teasing about russian roulette you know in like mm-hmm. i mean in, in a real serious way i think that that's you know that's awesome that they put that in there right um yeah because yeah, i don't like it i don't appreciate it so it's like but just to somebody to get that that jerk out of you it's like i hate that stuff it's like whatever um, but it just shows like the level of maturity, level of, you know, seriousness that, that, you know, that this does need, even though we do joke about it a lot, especially on here as well. Uh, <laughs> you know, but the fact is like, it, there is a, there is a line that you can cross, you know, that yeah. isn't, that isn't like, uh, um, acceptable. It just really well, isn't. So. I think we joke about it, but we also, um, detail how serious it is and how, mm-hmm dangerous it is um life-threatening like shit we you and i both probably or possibly wouldn't be here if we didn't get sober because we both had the mindset to my understanding that um if i can't do this i can't do life Mm -hmm. period i can't do it anymore and 
I say that all the time. Like I remember, like, I talked about on the podcast of uh, leaning against the wall and bending down and saying to my wife, "I can't do this anymore," and she's thinking about mm-hmm. our marriage, and I'm just thinking about sobriety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like whole difference. Yeah, I, I get that. Right, because without this, there really isn't the, the the other thing. The other things are just not enjoyable. Right. Mm-hmm. If I can't find a way to enjoy life without alcohol and drugs, then it then everything else doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that first things first mentality. But it takes such, at least for me, it took a while to start enjoying things in general. One because I didn't know what things I liked you know, that mm. weren't drinking related. Um, and, and two, like I had just spent so many years doing like, you know, drinking nonstop that I didn't know like what fun or what happiness felt like, you know, I thought happiness was, you know, that buzz you get when mm-hmm. you have zero cares. Um, but you know, the longer I stayed sober, the more I was able to kind of open my eyes to what um, this new life would be. And it's not boring. It might suck at the beginning. It will suck at the beginning, let's be quite honest. But it it, <laughs> but it, it will get better if you yeah. give it the chance. Absolutely. And and that uh, goes back to like the first episode that I ever tried to do solo and I was just so scared and I misquoted <laughs> myself and I said... Um, you know, I said I said it backwards, but this is the correct way. The correct way is this: is like if you are persistent, you will get it. If you are consistent, you will keep it. Mm-hmm. And you know, behind that statement though is you know a lot of you know effort, energy, you know, uh, dedication, discipline, you know, courage, like all the things that you just like don't even really think about in your daily life because it's like you know for us. I I don't even know. So, so for for normal people and for the average person who's just watching sitcoms or whatever, um, like they don't have to um, they don't have to overcome a demon right in their lives. Like you know, maybe they have some things that they do overcome, but this demon in particular seems to be a much stronger, fire breathing, fucking yeah. you know, mm-hmm. pitchfork stabbing. Uh, you While know. you're like. <laughs> stuck chained up yeah 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 right um so so this one this this takes a lot of um uh yeah i guess it, it courage is the only thing i can think about it takes a lot of courage to approach this in a way that um has some you know uh some effect so you know so i said behind that statement it's like there's a lot of stuff going on like to to deal with life on life's terms and to approach it without the uh the coping mechanisms uh, or the disconnection of alcohol and drugs right it's like for whatever reason that's just our jam and we can't fucking get by without it and then Mm -hmm. when we have to learn how to get by without it it is a fucking struggle it is it and i don't think that the average person really understands the addict alcoholic brain and we shouldn't expect them to understand it all it's just Mm -hmm. different for us that's all there is to it well and also i think it's important I think some people maybe who aren't completely invested in getting sober don't realize that this is not a passive process. Like you don't simply just stop drinking. Yes, that is the first step. But if you want to maintain it, like you said, consistent, you will get it. You have to put in some effort. Like it is not what's going to happen the first time you think, oh, I really want to drink? Are you just going to mm-hmm. say, okay, 
you know, like you've, you have to put some work into it to, um, sustain your sobriety. And, um, I personally thought, oh, this is no big deal. I'll be able to just stop, you know, and that's all I need to do. Like, Mm -hmm. it's no big deal. Like I can stop anytime I want. And I was so wrong and I wouldn't have stayed stopped if I wasn't willing to, um, examine why I was obsessing about alcohol suddenly, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I just want people to realize that if you make this choice, which I hope you do is if you're listening to a podcast called sober pod, um, hint, hint, exactly. (laughs) Just know that there's work that comes and it's not, um, it's not just a, a free ticket to a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, there's a lot of overpromising when it comes to recovery. I hear it a lot. You know, people mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, people always sit there saying meetings. Oh, I'm living the you know my life of my wildest dreams. I'm sorry, but you know, my wildest dreams didn't involve like fucking, you know, uh, fight with my wife, crying against the fucking wall, screaming like I don't want to do this anymore. That was not part of my wildest dreams, right? Like you know, mm-hmm. the misery that comes along, the depression that you have to live through, or the change of life, and just all this other stuff that was just it's like I say, it it takes courage to overcome. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. and you said it like, you know, it takes that, that examination and you have to really get into it. And that's why I like this book, you know, um, you know, we talk about living sober. It's like, again, go back, listen to the, to the, um, to the episode, new beginnings, go all the way back to 2019 and listen to the, to the steps. If you're into the steps, I think the idea here is that, um, you know, what we're, yeah, there's a reason why they created this fucking booklet called Living Sober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's 31 chapters, right? You know, because it, apparently they thought it's so important to write it fucking down and print it and put it in a booklet form, right? You know, it's not just you know not just there to to make money, right? So, um, so yeah, it, that's the idea is to um, to dig into that stuff and lean into these things that that, that the topics that they brought up because they are important and as as, as um, as it relates to alcohol, for sure, but it really as it relates to your life without alcohol and drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for me, like, I couldn't, I was like to talk about it in the big book, like, I couldn't imagine a life with alcohol anymore, and then I couldn't imagine a life without alcohol at all. Like, I literally was like, oh, I'm pretty fucked, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because how am I going to do this, you know? And it's so hilarious to me in hindsight now, like, Oh my God, I thought I couldn't live without alcohol, right? Maybe that's the life you couldn't imagine. Maybe that was your life beyond your wildest dreams, right? But that's mm-hmm. basically it. Is um, I just think it's ridiculous now that I thought that I couldn't live without it. Um, isn't that just, that's, that's the alcoholic mind. It's completely distorted, completely fucking mm-hmm. backwards. Yep. So I literally was not born with a bottle in my mouth, right? So I can definitely not, do not without it. Not an alcohol bottle. Well, you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I did have it. Okay, so that's 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 it. Cheers to the end of uh, living sober. Cheers to all the living sober jokes. Living sober. <laughs> you can get hey, twice did, as high. Hey, question for you: Have <laughs> oh, we one. have we had? I don't remember if we went over this the last time we met, but have we had any responses on Spotify recently? Mm, I I you know what? I'll, I'll check. I will certainly check. I know one of them came through, so. Oh, nice. Well, while you're checking, I'll just tell the wonderful people that you can join us on Facebook, our private Facebook group. 
just go to facebook.com slash groups slash sober pod and our group is sober pod live and you can um, interact with us we're on there pretty regularly we've got a small community of like 300 something people right and then um we got bang and bod phil who does his exercise class every saturday morning i believe and they're they're pretty short and they're for beginners yay Yay. (laughs) because i am so out of shape i'm like i can walk my dog around the block and that's about it um you can follow us on twitter at sober pod and i would say instagram but we're not on there really so we are but we're not yeah we are but we're not we're not active Hey, we did get two responses to last week's uh, or our last episode that we actually did and where mm-hmm. we talked about, um, do you remember that we talked about um, like doing the 12 steps? Try it. Remember yeah. that was the episode, try it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, what? oh, sorry. And then uh, we had the question, uh, will you be doing the 12 steps this upcoming year? Um, and we had, uh, Ruben Joseph say, I really should, but I have not yet committed. I love that. <laughs> hey, that's honesty. I appreciate I it. I know. And then we had, uh, Mike D says, I will continue to work through the 12 steps. I'm currently on step two, moving slowly. Love Mike it. D, there you go. Nice job, Mike. Yeah. So, um, so that was our, la- our last that was our our last episode, and uh, that was it on December eighteenth. So, uh, so I don't think that we're. I mean, maybe we'll answer what. What should be a question for this episode? I feel like it should be something about either the end of the year or the beginning of the new year. I think this is going to mm. launch in twenty twenty three. So, much. what do you think? Um. Uh, we should. Uh, um, we should ask, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a question for this one. Well, we can think about it and yeah. y- y'all can look check, on check the, the, the Spotify the for Sp- SoberPod and check it out and see what we decided on. Um, do you want to tell them about the Fire Network? The Fire Network? Well, the Fire Network is a, uh, conglomerate, uh, again, I always say that word, but, uh, uh, it, uh, the Fire Network is a network of like-minded individuals. So if you are in recovery, if you are in sobriety, whatever you do, and you are a content creator and you would like to, uh, you know, share in our network to, uh, you know, promote or to participate in our network, uh, you can go to, um, what is it, Friends in Recovery Community. Yeah, I think it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, Friends in Recovery friendsinrecoverycommunity.org and you can find all the information there about participating in the FIRE network. And that's really run by Friends in Recovery um, and because the Friends in Recovery is the 501c3, you know, blah, 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 blah kind of network. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and that's who we are um, attaching ourselves to in terms of uh, nonprofit status so that we can participate in stuff like that. Um, and, and we have a 
member. (laughs) (laughs) We have a member section on silverpod.com and you can join for $2 or $5 a month. $2 a month, whether you're like a, 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 you know, a $2 or a big baller. Uh, you know, you can choose your um, participation level. Even though it's the same content, we just offered you a uh, a larger dollar amount. You know, in case you want to show off, you know, that you got a job. You know, and support uh, us, yeah, because we have you know expenses and and whatnot. But there are bills um, to pay. I just posted. I don't know if you saw Carl, but I posted a blog post yesterday about mm. Christmas and um I keep hoping people will like comment on it or comment on you know our our posts and whatnot but um haven't seen as many Oh I didn't see it. Look past. it says I hate Christmas. <laughs> Perfect, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can get our blog post but also all of these episodes uh since we switched over to a new platform are um you get to see audio video so you can see us record with our faces if you ever wondered what Carl Behind looked the like. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um and and yeah, we and there's like uh work books and gratitude uh journals and lots of good shit on there. So I think it's reasonable. You're helping us, we're helping you. It's a win-win. It is a win-win. And then talking about win-wins. Okay, so are we going to talk about what we're doing next year? Yeah, yeah. We have um so we try to do um a theme every year and um, or at least a theme for at least a longer period of time like this. You know, we did the Living Sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- you know, we did, um, do you remember uh, the other 23? So we mm-hmm. had like, what do you do with the other 23 hours a day? I really like that promo for that one too. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and then um, and then before that, we had the steps that we did in 2019. So we try to have these like, you know, big block of themes so that where there is like, so that you know what the fuck you're getting by coming to Silver Pot. Right. Yeah. You got to keep coming back. So, um, so one of the things that happened is, uh, I, um, I was, I was going through a little trauma, right? Like, yeah, you know, I lost my job. My, uh, my sponsor was in the hospital and he died recently. And, uh, uh, I was having, um, you know, I was getting out of this. Actually the, the day that I was told that I was laid off, uh, basically again, I, um, I went and, uh, yeah, I went to take a shower and then I, I got out of the shower and this idea hit me for sober pot. Isn't that weird how shit works like that? So, shower um, thoughts. That's what those shower are. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, so really what it was is that we would do, uh, 366, um, days sober, right? So, uh, to do a book, which is, you know, everybody's, you know, we have our daily reflections. We have 24 hours a day. We have some daily reader that we usually do in recovery. So we're going to do our own daily, um, meditation reader and its title is 366 effing days sober. So of course it had to have an F bomb in there. So, of course. Uh, but because, and then the other thing is, uh, so that you will, out of that, so it'll be a book, you know, you can either buy that on Amazon or you can download it basically for free in the members only section, right? Mm. So if you're a member, you'll get access to this um, digital or ebook uh, in that case. So you wouldn't have to go to Amazon. But if you just want to buy it straight out and have a printed version to, 
go camping with, you know, whatever, <laughs> you could totally do that. Um, but we're going to have 366 uh, meditations in there. So each day we'll have a, um, you know, like an, like a, you know, a meditation, something to think about. We'll have a reflection, you know, for that meditation. And then we would have a daily challenge associated with that day. So um, it's it's an effort. It's a, it's all original. There's no there's no AI writing for this. Like this is yeah. literally coming from a human. This mm-hmm. is like coming from you know from an um, alcoholic from an alcoholic. You know, in that perspective. So um, yeah, can it be a little twisted? Sure. Uh, can it be a little irreverent? Sure. You know, it's not supposed to be like a fucking you know. Um, you know, some some te- not everything's a teachable fucking moment. Sometimes we can have fun with what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so so can I read the, the January first, since everybody will probably be. Ooh, um, yes, please do it. Be doing this on. Okay, um, here here it goes. <laughs> it says so. This is the first day of the year. It's just another fucking day. Don't make such a big fucking deal about it. If your New Year's resolution was to get sober and you started today, you might want to get shit-faced right now. It never works when we put X's on calendars. It's been proven repeatedly that if you have not reached your bottom, you probably aren't motivated to follow through with it. How many times have you made these bold gestures in the past? When was the last time you promised, quote unquote, yourself or someone else that you wouldn't do this anymore? So that was just the uh, the intro. And then here's a reflection. Are you getting sober for yourself or was it someone else's idea? Are you staying sober today out of fear, habit, joy, or happiness? I thought that was kind of insightful. Yeah. And then the daily challenge. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I dare fucking somebody to do all these challenges. I would love to see how these things go. So mm-hmm. it is... Uh, Say hi to a stranger today, the crossing guard, the mail carrier, or your neighbor, but do it with a huge fucking smile on your face. See how it changes your day to add light to someone else's. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that kind of stuff. So, by the way, these are the things that I have done in my sobriety. And, 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 and if you go listen to the podcast all the way back, you'll know that like I'm the dude now that waves hi to the crossing guard, right? And we just changed crossing guards, and he's a nasty motherfucker, and I don't like him, but I still wave hi to him anyway. <laughs> Someday oh. he will wave <laughs> hi back to me, but he hasn't waved hi back yet. Fucker, he pretends that he doesn't see me. He's miserable. <laughs> he's probably an alcoholic. <laughs> hey, maybe. Anyway. So what do you think of that, Chelsea? What do you think of that first one? I I love it. I think when I first read it... um, you know, the, the question that popped out to me was, are you getting sober for yourself or for someone else? And I was like, oh shit. Like if someone asked me that on day one, I think I would be scared because I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I was. Yeah. I I remember early on, I, I definitely, um, I thought it was a really good idea, but I really didn't like more. So I put more weight on, it for other people than I did myself. Mm-hmm. I, like, oh, they would appreciate it more than I would. You know, yeah. I'll be miserable, but at least she won't leave me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I had a real fucked up version about it in my head too. But, uh, but yeah, that's the idea. It's like, and then you know, I, but I heard things like that. I heard mm-hmm. things like, you know, if you're doing it for somebody else, just fucking leave and go get drunk right now because there's no point in it, right? Yeah. You're just wasting our time. Go. Go hit your bottom and then come back. 
right? Mm-hmm. They say that stuff in AA all the time. They're like, you know, so it's like, you know, fucking have fun out there. You know, there's the door. Don't let it hit you in the, in the way out, you know? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I think there, and there's, there's sometimes too for this stuff, it's like, um, there's a bitterness, but there's also a compassionate bitterness, right? You know, you see people that make it and you see people that don't. So that's what I think is coming out in that reading. So there will be 366 of, well, there's others and there are all these different types of topics and, you know, blah, blah. And they're not necessarily related to the day or the holiday or, right. you know, or there's no like, I don't think, I don't think, uh, like it's it's right now it's written up to March and I haven't written really considered a holiday, so so yeah so it, I think it'll be nice to have that, um, so it doesn't do that because everybody tries to do that and I just think that's lame, yeah so yeah so why do that? But there well, I'm are excited, so, and, and the cuss words are in there. It's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I have to make sure that there aren't cuss words in there because they don't write when I cuss. I mean, I, I don't cuss when I write. Sorry, I said that backwards. Hmm. So I don't cuss when I write. So I actually have to go back and put the cuss words in there. Interesting. So, uh, <laughs> I really don't. I, I don't cuss when I write. Is that Well, weird? maybe because we're, we're like used to writing work emails and you can't exactly cuss in work emails. Like. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I, I can be myself because yeah. this is my own work. <laughs> so uh, so I sit there and I reread it and I go, oh, yeah, this needs a cuss word. That, that, this, there, yeah. a fuck would fit perfectly right yeah. there. This is, I, I debate when I write this thing about where fucks should go, right? And so I can't really say <laughs> I don't a give fuck. a fuck. You get a fuck. <laughs> It's great when it hits the top ten, and I and I get on Oprah's Book of the Month Club. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and you get a fuck, and you get a fuck. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, but at least here's the thing: is that it'll be a theme for us for the entire year. We'll have this nice little piece, and then you'll have all of the um, um, the uh, the stuff in here. Uh, you know, for the, uh, you know, all the knowledge that, you know, we've accumulated here. Let me, let me also read the dedication to it too, for a little bit, because it may change. The dedication may change, but this is the idea of it. Um, the dedication was, this book is dedicated to everyone who has listened to the podcast. And that's you listening. Uh, it talks about over the last six years, uh, recording each week, uh, has probably helped us more than it has helped. Uh, wait, has probably helped us more than it has ever helped you. So thank you. Uh, also, we would like to thank our families for giving us all the time to plan, prepare, record, produce, and provide the podcast and do the additional materials like your blog post. Uh, you know, without your care and understanding of why this endeavor is so important to our lives, we would never have done it this long. You are much fucking appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, this collection of meditations is especially dedicated to Carl's sponsor, John Jay, for all his love and guidance over the last eight years. John passed on December 20th, 2022. John's actions and compassion have had a tremendous impact on so many people, and every page of this book contains a part of him. We hope he impacts your life, too. So there you go. It's part, part and parcel of a uh, dedication to my, uh, to my sponsor as well. My That's amazing. Case may be. All right, party people, ex-party people, what do you think, Chelsea? Are we going to have a good year? We're going to have a fucking good year. Fucking good year. 
366 fucking good days, god damn it. Yes. I, oh, I got a neighbor kid visiting over. I better keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to learn somehow. Daddy, <laughs> guess what I heard over at the desk? <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, what do we? What do we? What do we say to the kind people, Chelsea? Chelsea says deuces. And Carl says, stay active, stay sober. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>